and welcome back to another episode of the For the Good podcast. <laughs> Dang, I really wish I could show both cameras at the same you time. You got to do it. You got to do it. <laughs> I'm going to try. I'm going to I hope you yeah, guys can the, see him. <laughs> the one. Yeah, the For the Good podcast. Yeah. You so tonight we're going to premarital. Uh, Wait, what was this? We got to back up. I missed this. What is this? Yeah, you said, and welcome back to another episode of For the Good Podcast. That's what I did. Oh, that's what you were doing? Yeah. I thought you were just like mocking me. What What was this? I don't. What I guess just go, going with the syllables. Oh, oh okay. You, for a second, I thought you were referencing Disney Channel, where they're like, welcome back. Oh, or, You're yeah. on Disney Channel. Oh, yeah, and, they, and they draw the bunny ears, and it's like some the guys like drawing an L. Yeah. Isn't Disney bunny ears? Mouse ears, honey. Mouse ears, Whatever. Tomato, tomato. Yeah, I mean, it's the same animal, basically. <laughs> basically. Whatever. Yeah, okay. Um. Anyways, back to what you were saying. Yeah, we're going to premarital. Today. Yeah, I just want to bring up the story that literally just happened. About what? Oh. So, <laughs> yeah. so okay. I forgot to bring my, also, disclaimer, this episode may be short because I forgot my spare battery in my camera. Yeah. Um. So it may only be 45 minutes instead of like two and a half hours like it's been. But anyways... So Michelle was like, yeah, I'm going to wait to turn on the camera until we start. And I was like, dang, honey, that's one of your best ideas yet. And uh, she was like, really? Thanks. And I was like, eh, not really. And uh, I forgot what you said, but then. I uh, said, or no, I said, are you being serious? And you're like, no, you've had better ideas yeah, than that. Yeah. And, and then, and then I forgot what, oh, I said, you know what your best idea yeah, was ever? Yeah, I, I said, you know what your best idea ever was? And, and I said, marrying you. Yeah, and I was like, dang, we don't need to go to premarital. <laughs> yeah. Because it's going to be interesting, like, what we're going to learn about each other. We are literally other. always on the same page. Like, we're filming this on a Friday because we have a busy weekend. Mm -hmm. And I texted Asher earlier, and I was like, maybe we should film and then he was like i was about to say that and i was like yeah. we are literally always on the same page yeah it's, it's weird it's weird when we're not it is really weird it is because, it's uncomfortable yeah it's uncomfortable it feels like it's like oh is she mad at me like <laughs> yeah 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 or is he mad at me yeah okay what are we getting into so good yeah so we're just gonna jump right in yeah here we go we're not having a whole 20 minute spiel like we usually do yeah. every episode we're just gonna dive right into it it's gonna be a quick 45 minute session y'all are gonna gain a lot of good stuff and then hopefully you apply it to your life yeah. i wish i would have gotten this talk i wish i would have too yeah I uh, I also want to add the disclaimer that we always add. Here we go. That Asher and I are not perfect. Oh, yeah. We suck eggs. And we, we are go. talking about a topic that we've struggled with. And mm -hmm. sometimes we find ourselves in that situation. Yeah. And it's something that needs to be addressed. Mm -hmm. And that you need to know why you're going down that path mm -hmm. so we're going to talk about lukewarmness we've gotten some questions and i have one on my instagram live today they're like you yeah. guys should cover an episode of lukewarmness and yeah. i'm like covering that today dude yeah catch you in you, two weeks you and jb kind of covered it yeah. a little bit so mm -hmm. if you guys haven't seen that episode definitely go check it out because it was really really good they talked yeah. about a lot of things and were very vulnerable um, but we're going to go a little bit further. We're going to yeah. talk about, uh, what the Bible says about it, what Jesus says about it and kind of explain why it's not good mm -hmm. and why you're in it and yeah. how to get out. Yeah. 
And I'm going to start off by saying this, something to just encourage you guys. Living for Jesus is so much better than being one foot in with Jesus and one foot out with Jesus. Just to give you all that encouragement right off the bat, because I know exactly the position you're in. There are a couple people you want to hang on to that are pulling you back into that sin. And then you feel this pull from God being like, yo, my way's better. Mm -hmm. And you're torn between these two sides. Do I want to continue to hang out with these people? I've been boys with them forever, or I've Mm -hmm. been sisters with them forever. And... I have a great time when I go out with them. Um, And then, you know, God's telling you, yeah, they may be your friends in this season, Mm -hmm. but my season's eternal. Exactly. So just encouraging for you guys, because I know exactly Michelle and I are not making this episode to condemn you guys. We're actually making this episode to encourage you. Yeah. Because it's a lot better to live the life for Jesus instead of just being one foot and one out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. The world's going to tell you that everything that we say is wrong. Yeah. It's it's Mm going to happen. But from what we've experienced and the things that we've learned in our walk and mentors that we've had in our life, it is very obvious that living for Jesus is just way more fulfilling. Mm-hmm. So we're going to go ahead and start in the Bible. Yeah. Yeah. So anchor verses are going to be Revelation 3, uh, 14 through 22, right, honey? Yep. Okay. And today we're going to switch it up a little bit. Okay. And I'm actually going to read from my Christian Standard Apologetics Bible because okay. I like the wording in this one yeah. a little bit more. Yeah. So if y'all have your Bibles, this is Revelation three fourteen through 22. Michelle's going to read it. Here we go. Ready? Yeah. Write to the angel of the church in Lido... How do you say that? Lidocia. Lido. Honey, I dropped Lido- out. I dropped out of college. Lidocia. Sure. If you're reading the Bible, you'll see the word in there. It's probably not easy to pronounce. Thus says the amen, the faithful and true witness, the originator of God's creation. I know your works, that you are neither cold nor hot. I wish that you were cold or hot. So because you are lukewarm and neither hot nor cold, I am going to vomit you out of my mouth. For you say, I'm rich, I have become wealthy and need nothing. And you don't realize that you are wrenched, pitiful, poor, blind, and naked. I advise you to buy from me gold refined in the fire so that you may be rich, white clothes so that you may be dressed and your shameful nakedness not be exposed and ointment to spread on your eyes so that you may see. As many as I love, I rebuke and discipline. So be zealous and repent. See, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come into him and eat with him and he with me. To the one who conquers, I will give the right to sit with me on my throne, just as I also conquered and sat down with my father on his throne. Let anyone who has ears to hear listen to what the Spirit says to the churches. Here we go, honey. I absolutely love this section mm-hmm. in the Bible because this is literally the epitome of Jesus' character. Mm-hmm. It's, I know what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Stop doing it. Mm-hmm. I love you, mm-hmm. which is why I'm correcting you. Yeah. And I'm going to be gracious to you when you let me in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like a summary of how he feels about us yeah. and towards us. 
Yeah, and about the gracious part, the lukewarmness state will be, well, I understand God's grace, so I can live in this sin. Mm -hmm. And it's like, well, I don't know if you understand God's grace at all then. Yeah. If if you say it like that. Yeah. Um, This is something I just covered in my YouTube video is God's grace is giving us something that we don't deserve. Yeah. And that's eternal life. Mm -hmm. So him correcting you is the most loving thing he can do Mm -hmm. because he understands that when you hit that timer of you being dead, Mm -hmm. there's a place you're going to go. And he's looking out for you so much because he's been to both Mm -hmm. hell and heaven. Mm -hmm. He's been to both. I forgot what verse it is. Um, I think it's in Ephesians, actually. Ephesians 3, um, where it talks about, uh, maybe not, um, but it talks about where he descended, mm-hmm. actually, mm-hmm. under under the earth. So he knows what it's like. Mm-hmm. And he's trying to get you guys to follow him so you can spend in heaven mm-hmm. with him. Mm-hmm. Where do you want to take this thing, honey? I think it's better to explain like the context of why this was written in the first place. Yeah. So this was actually written to a church. Yeah. And it was full of lukewarm Christians. Yeah. So I want to talk about kind of the characteristics that they had and how Jesus knew they were lukewarm, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so lukewarm is stated in here in in Revelation because lukewarmness actually does nothing for you at all. Mm -hmm. So I want you guys to picture you getting in the shower. Mm -hmm. I can really picture this because my shower is terrible at my place. So I get in the shower. If you take cold showers, yay you, I don't. Um, I know how popular cold showers are, cold plunges, stuff like that. A lot of benefits, all right? Right. So most people either take an extremely cold shower mm-hmm. or an extremely hot shower, mm-hmm. all right? Now, when I get in my shower, crank the heat up, sit in there for like five minutes, do my, do my business. And then as the heat goes down, it starts to be lukewarm. Mm-hmm. How uncomfortable is sitting in lukewarm water? So uncomfortable. It doesn't do anything for yeah. you. It literally, I would rather it be extremely cold or hotter. Mm-hmm. Lukewarmness does nothing for, I'll give another example, coffee. Would you rather have extremely hot coffee or extremely cold coffee? It's a personal preference, mm-hmm. but I'll tell you what you won't prefer. Mm-hmm. Starbucks, you know, can you put this in the fridge for like five minutes so it's just lukewarm when I get it. No yeah. one's ever said that ever. Yeah. Because it tastes like crap. Yeah. So that's his point of using that yeah, term. Because it's like it's pointless. It's like pointless. There's have, no benefit. Yeah. When you have lukewarm faith, like that's why he said, I would rather you be one or the other. Yeah. Like yeah. instead of sitting in the middle. Yeah. So you're teetering the line. Yeah. I like the idea of or the illustration of like straddling something okay let's say that there is like a river and there's one side of land and another side of land okay like when you're lukewarm like let's say one side's the world and one side is following jesus you're straddling it right Mm -hmm. like some things you agree with the world some things you agree with the bible yeah you don't really know which side you're gonna go to yeah like you said it's uncomfortable and there's no benefit yeah. whatsoever. Yeah, there's none. Because here, here, here's the thing also. If you claim to follow Jesus and you're lukewarm and you, you don't, we'll get into this, but you're not reaping the fruit. Yeah. You're not bringing anyone to Jesus. Exactly. 
And in the same way, the worldly friends that you like to hang out with, some of them may not like you at all because of Jesus's name. Mm -hmm. So you're really doing no good. Yeah. Like if you want to be with the world, go hang out with all the partiers. Yeah. Don't wear the cross around your neck. Please don't. Yeah. Terrible idea. Yeah. Because if you do that, all the people are going to be like, oh, this guy knows Jesus. Yeah. You know, it scares them. Because they're living in darkness. They know he's the truth. Yeah. You know, they're probably going to be, they're, they're going to defriend you. Yeah. But if you do wear the cross around your neck, then go follow Jesus. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, it's, it's crazy to say that, but seriously, if you don't want to follow Jesus, don't follow him. Yeah, that was really good. So this part of Revelation was written to the church that it was just a mess. Oh my goodness a mess okay so mess they were more worried about their wealth and like materialistic things and which a lot of people are nowadays unfortunately Mm -hmm. that's the world that we live in right how many times do you see someone online flashing all of the material things that they have that was me a year and a half ago yeah yeah this is on the verge of like as big as a mess as like corinth yeah but Uh, yeah no i was doing that i was flashing my stuff or hold on (laughs) <laughs> I was flashing my materialistic stuff. Yeah. Sports cars, uh, even even like business success. Mm-hmm. No one cares about your business success. Yeah. Like, let's be honest. Yeah. Like that raise that you got, that big month you hit, you're really yeah. doing that to inspire people. Yeah. Come on now. Yeah. You're doing that to get validation and acceptance. Yeah, exactly. So they were more worried about all of that and not the fact that they were literally lacking God's spirit. Mm-hmm. They didn't care. Yeah. At all. Mm-hmm. Um, that's why he says, you don't realize that you were wrenched, pitiful, poor, blind, and naked spiritually is what he's talking about. That's why he says, after that, I advise you to buy from me gold refined in fire so that you may be rich i know that like what's that one song uh refiner and it's talking about like i want to be refined like Mm -hmm. we should all desire that as followers of jesus we shouldn't be comfortable with where we're at right now like we're always getting refined if someone is a believer in jesus and comes to you and says there's no more work that needs to be done on me they are the biggest liar ever Mm -hmm. because we will be refined until the second we die Mm mm-hmm and we go into eternity and everything's perfect. Mm-hmm. And we don't have to worry about that anymore. Yeah. Let's tackle the where it says, uh, what was the end of that verse, honey? I advise you to buy from me gold refined in fire so that you may be rich. Yes. That's what I was talking about. Because the rich, what he's talking about here is spiritually rich. Yes, exactly. He's not talking about, oh, if you follow Jesus, here you go. Yeah. Millions are coming your way. Which, unfortunately, there's a lot of churches yeah. that preach that. Yeah. Which is crazy, honey. I lo- yeah. Prosperity I, yeah. is mm-hmm. the Prosperity the is things. built off of self-esteem. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, he's talking about spiritually rich. Yeah. He's not talking about materialistic items coming your way because once you realize that Jesus is the rich source. You're not going to want materialistic things anymore. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it's something that really changed in me quick, mm-hmm. like really quick. Because like I wanted the faster car. I wanted the nicer house. I wanted land. Give my life to Jesus. Now I want to sell my car. I'll take the bus everywhere. Like mm-hmm. I don't care, mm-hmm. you know, like mm-hmm. Michelle and I are going to have one car that we share when we get married. Mm-hmm. The only reason why I still have my car is for me to drive mm-hmm. to her place. Mm-hmm. But I would say the week we get back from our honeymoon, we're going to look at 
places to sell it because mm-hmm. um, we we don't want it. Mm-hmm. You know, there's no there's no point. Um, and in the same way, the next car I get, it's not going to be, you know, if God blessed me in a way where he's like, oh, yeah, I mean, you can get that truck, mm-hmm. but I'm not going to be looking for it, mm-hmm. you know, and we probably won't buy a car for a while. We don't need one. As long as mine holds up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's yeah. We're going to do some work on yours. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah. So lukewarm faith is hypocritical mm-hmm. and I know we did a podcast episode where we talked about how people will call all Christians hypocritical and it's like well yeah we're never going to live up to the standard of Jesus so in a way yes but it's like is there effort mm-hmm. like are you actually trying to get away from what God is pulling you away from mm-hmm. right like are you actually letting him change you Mm -hmm. so all of these people that he was writing to were extreme hypocrites and Mm -hmm. if you watch the episode with uh, my hometown pastor he talked a lot about his upbringing and he was like I said the magical Jesus prayer so many times and that's where him and I relate because I did the same thing yeah And I was like, I'm a Christian, went around telling everyone I was a Christian. There was no fruit in my life. I didn't ever get convicted for the sin that I was doing. I was just saying, yeah, I mean, I believe that Jesus did all of that, Mm -hmm. but I didn't like fully accept him in my heart. So there was no like change. So that's what all of these people are doing. Imagine, let me put this in modern day. They were going to church. So they said that they were a Christian. They knew some worship songs and they listened to them occasionally. Mm -hmm. So they said that they were Christians. Yeah. And they flashed, I'm a Christian, but then also focused way more on either their audience that they have. We're putting it modern day, right? So let's say that they're on social media and they're like, they have Jesus in their bio and They're focused more on how many followers they're getting, all of their statistics. They're focusing more on how much money they're getting, what they can buy, if they can have a really nice car and really expensive things, right? Flashing all the materialism stuff. Like that's what these people were doing. Mm -hmm. And people are doing that every day in the society that we live in. Mm -hmm. And it scares me because a lot of these people will have young people like high schoolers following them and they'll be like, Oh, I can have Jesus and the world. Perfect. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to live my life like that. Yeah. Right. I, I follow this person. They're really successful. They said that they love Jesus. I'm just going to live the way that they do. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to chase money and then just tell people that I believe in him. Yeah. It's I'm going to chase the world and then I'm going to tag Jesus with it. Exactly. To make it seem like I'm a good person. Exactly. But you ran your business unethically. Yep. You never pray. Yep. You've read your Bible maybe once a year. Yep. You've cheated on your girlfriend. Yep. And you're just tagging Jesus' name to it. So yep. people think you have good ethics. Because everyone, I'm sorry. Whether you're an atheist, Muslim, whatever, everyone knows that if you have a cross around your neck and you claim to follow Jesus, people probably think you have good ethics. Mm-hmm. Jesus was the most perfect person to ever walk the planet mm-hmm. ever, mm-hmm. in the whole entire world ever. Mm-hmm. He was the nicest sweetest most loving person ever Mm -hmm. and we are taught to follow him Mm -hmm. and his teachings Mm -hmm. so everyone knows oh if they have the cross they're 
probably pretty ethical, right? So I think sometimes people use that as a front. Yeah. Um, and that's when it's dangerous. And that, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's... That's what's scary is that they are literally going around telling people, I'm a Christian, okay? And then let's say I meet you and we start dating before we get engaged and I cheat on you. Mm-hmm. This is what happened with you growing up, right? With your high school girlfriend. Yeah. She was like, I'm going to youth group. I think we should go to church. And then she turned around and cheated on you. Yeah. And now you're like, I don't want to be around Christians. Yeah, exactly. Like, are you kidding right. me? Mm-hmm. That's when it's it gets really scary. Like, yeah. this is a bigger issue than like personal relationships with Jesus. Mm-hmm. It goes way beyond that. Yeah. It goes to who you're involved with in your personal life. We talked about this a couple episodes ago about relationships, right? So if I'm trying to convert my friends and they're not believers, not convert, but like I want them to follow Jesus. I want to inspire them to follow Jesus, Mm -hmm. right? I want to live out that I'm a follower. I'm not going to go to the bar with them and get hammered, (laughs) right? Like I I struggled. I struggled a lot with lukewarmness in the beginning of my walk because I was doing that, not going out and getting hammered. (laughs) I was teetering the line. Yeah. Right. So like I would go, it would be a friend's birthday and they'd be like, you want to, you want to go out? Like, yeah, sure. I went to the bar. I had one drink and I drove home by myself and went Mm -hmm. to bed at a decent time. In my eyes at the time, I wasn't doing anything wrong. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. But let's say someone came up to me in the bar and was like, Hey, what's your name? Like, try to get to know me. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. And then I get frustrated that they're not a believer. Mm. Like my audience isn't there. Yeah. You know, like, or like the people that I want to surround myself with are not there. Mm-hmm. So like, what was the point of me doing it? Mm-hmm. You know, like that just comes with the refining. Yeah. But that's when it gets really scary is when you're literally living out like that. And someone is observing your life, especially being on the internet. And they're not actually following Jesus whatsoever. Yeah. I'm not calling out this person. I'm not even going to say their name, but I did get a message from somebody and I went to their page and looked. I think I told you about this and you've also seen this before on someone else's page, but I went to their profile and they had an OnlyFans link and then Mm. right under that, they had a Bible verse. Mm. Interesting. And it's like, you can't mix those two. Like, Maddie Pruitt talked about this on JP's podcast. She was like, it amazes me when people post their wrapped Spotify and it's like Drake is number one and then like Elevation Worship's number two. It's like, how, like, yeah, how can you mix those things? Yeah. And before y'all come and say, Drake is a spiritually, uh, no. he's a spiritual person. Bro, look at the, and, um, oh crap, what's the song called? Um, what, is it one of the new ones? No, no, no. It's oh. one of the, it's one of the old. It's one of the songs I used to like. <laughs> the lyrics literally said something about God is laughing at me because He can't correct me, and it's like, ouch. Okay. And people are consuming this stuff, yeah, all the time while also trying to deepen their relationship with the Lord. Yeah, doesn't doesn't work. Doesn't. I'm telling you right now, it doesn't work. Yeah. Won't work. Yeah. And it's going to be a sad awakening for a lot of people when they get into heaven. Yeah. Here's the encouraging news. Y'all still got time. <laughs> yeah. Here we go. Yeah. That is a positive note. Okay. One thing that I want to say real quick too, honey, before we move on, I, 
you were saying so much stuff right there so beautifully and then I just got downloaded so much stuff and then it went right in here and then right out there. Completely missed it. Okay. One thing I am going to say though. Here we go. Is, um, I'm just going to read it. I don't know why this verse popped into my head because this is what I feel like a lot of people miss. Mm -hmm. This is how you know if you're saved. Well, one of the verses. For I am not ashamed of this good news about Christ. It is the power of God at work saving everyone who believes the jew first and also the gentile the reason why that verse comes up is because before i fully submitted my life to jesus i was going to church i don't even know if i want to say i was lukewarm maybe i was i don't know i don't know if i was really calling myself a christian at that time i was just enjoying the messages that were being preached to me it made me feel good Mm -hmm. (laughs) before i gave my life to jesus but here's the thing though that whole 13, 14 month that I was going to church, I was incredibly ashamed mm. to say I go to church mm. because I know the way Christians are labeled mm. in America's society, mm. okay? Mm-hmm. Fast forward when I got saved, now I get asked, why, why are you all out for God? Why are you all out for Jesus? Mm-hmm. And it's like, why would I be ashamed of the truth? Mm-hmm. But it used to be, I can't really talk about that right now because I don't know if this guy accepts it. Now it's like, oh, you don't know who that is? Dude. Let me change your life. How much time you got? (laughs) You know? Yeah. Seriously, though. Yeah. Like, I would have to filter what I would say around certain people. Mm -hmm. It's it's draining, dude. Draining. Now I even get pressed with, like I said on, you know, uh, instagram live today you know muslims follow me and stuff they're like islam's the true religion blah 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 and i'm like i mean i'm not ashamed i'm a follower of jesus dude i'm not trying to change your mind either we can have a conversation if you want to have an open conversation i'm not here to debate but it's like it used to be oh cool dude you know I, i i gotta watch out now yeah. You know, I can't let him unfollow me. Mm-hmm. He has to be a follower of mine, mm-hmm. right? But now it's like, yeah, I mean, you don't follow me. Yeah. If you don't want to learn about Jesus, then you should probably unfollow me. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I'm not going to change my content to fit your needs. Yeah, and and it's not our job to convince them. Yeah. Jesus when when people didn't want to follow him, he was like, "All right." Mhm. Yeah. Like, I told you. Like, yeah. I told you everything. I showed you how I am the son of God. Yeah. And if you're not going to believe me and you're not going to follow me. Yeah. That's on you. Yeah. Like we all have a personal responsibility, right? Yeah. Free will. Yeah. Hello. So we're going to dive. The reason why I brought that verse up is because people may be thinking, well, maybe I am lukewarm. Maybe I'm not. Maybe sometimes I am. Maybe sometimes I'm not. That verse, if you're ashamed around your uh, transgender cousin. Mm-hmm to say, I confess Jesus as my Lord and Savior, mm-hmm. if you're afraid to say that around her because you know she's completely against it, yeah, you're lukewarm. Mm-hmm. It's it's when you are trying to fit other people's needs because you know it's going to make them feel uncomfortable. Yep. This is why there's so many people that have been interviewed about their beliefs that are in the Christian space. They'll maybe be interviewed by like a worldly person and they crack under pressure and they're like, well, you know, it's not, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, that's just what the word says. Yeah. It's, it's like, no, your response should be, yeah, I I believe this because it's in this Bible yeah. and it's the truth. Yeah. Yeah. It's the same thing with, it's like, is, is homosexuality a sin? 
really? And then, you know, the lukewarm person may say, well, in the Bible it does, but like, you know, I don't, it, it that one's tough. Mm-hmm. If you're not ashamed, yeah, it's a sin. Yeah. Okay, how do you feel about that? I don't have a say. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not the truth teller. What exactly. do you mean? <laughs> exactly. Like, I wish I could have sex with Michelle before marriage. Yeah. I can't. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, it's it's one of those things where it's like, I love how John says it. Mm-hmm. He says, when you change your mind to believe everything in here mm-hmm. and not not understanding it first will make it so much easier. Mm-hmm. You don't have to understand it before you believe it. Mm-hmm. John says it so good. So this quote by C.S. Lewis, back on the transgender example with your cousin. <laughs> okay, here we go. Okay. Backtrack a little bit. Okay, so this is a quote by C.S. Lewis. Comparing my fate... So, okay, let me backtrack. <laughs> here we, we go. We had too much caffeine. <laughs> no, 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 I'm just excited. So <laughs> this is a quote by C.S. Lewis. How to stay lukewarm, dash, Comparing my faith with others around me was the easiest way to travel down the gentle slope into hell. So this is including non-Christians as well. Mm -hmm. That transgender cousin that you have that you're afraid to bring up the gospel with, she has faith too. Mm -hmm. She has faith that she's actually doing the right thing. Mm -hmm. So she has faith in herself. Yeah, she has faith. Yeah. So you're comparing your faith with hers and you're siding with her mm-hmm. because you are afraid that her response is going to be, mm-hmm. I, I'm going to slit your throat now, mm-hmm. you know, when it's like, if she does, you know where you're going. Yeah. <laughs> that's least. the thing. Like you shouldn't be ashamed. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. everyone in the New Testament was condemned mm-hmm. for their beliefs and they all said, all right, kill me. Mm-hmm. Kill me then. Yeah. Like when you get to the point in your faith and it's so strong that if someone were to ask you, like, would you die rather than deny Jesus? And you're like, absolutely. Mm-hmm. That's when you know that like you're fully depending on him mm-hmm. and like keep stepping into that. It's not just like a, I, yeah, I said it. I'm good for the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. Like, no, you need to remember that you feel that way every day. Mm-hmm. Right. That's why Jesus tells us to pick up our cross every day. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people are going to use the excuse of, well, I don't know. There's just, there's, there's a couple sins that I just don't think I can get rid of. And if that's you and you're saying that, I really encourage you to go listen to the Becoming Something podcast. They just did an episode on, what was it called? One more time. Yes. And they talked about like not giving up sin and holding on to it. And JP made a really good point. And he was like, okay, for someone that's like, oh, I struggle with porn. Mm -hmm. He's like, put something on your phone, have someone be accountable to you. Don't look at it. And if that's not helping, get rid of your phone. Yeah. And then, and then he was like, well, yeah, but I ju- what if I just bought it and like mm-hmm. there's so much investment and JP's like, I don't care. Yeah. How important is your relationship with Jesus? Mm-hmm. That's the question you need to ask. And that's the question we all need to ask, yeah. right? There, There's things that we're all struggling with, Yeah. right? The point of this whole podcast is to be vulnerable, right? So like I've, ha- I've been really stressed out about money. We already did a podcast episode on that, okay? Mm-hmm. We're just in a really tough spot right now. Mm -hmm. I just got towed from Asher's apartment this past week and it was $330. Mm -hmm. Yikes. Yeah. Okay. I'm already low. Yeah. And I get slammed with that. It got me really upset. I had like, I was just in a horrible mood that night and the next day I was just like so depressed and like 
today looking at my finances just like stressed me out, right? Mm -hmm. And it's like, why am I holding on to that so much to the point where I won't just give it up to God? Mm -hmm. Like I'm idolizing money in a way Mm -hmm. because I'm so hyper fixated on it and I'm so worried about how much is in my account. Mm -hmm. It's like, leave it alone, pay the bill, right? Like I, I sent a message to the people and I was like, I explained what happened. Um, and tried to get out of the ticket and the guy respond back and he was like, it doesn't matter how long you are parked there. You, you didn't follow the rules. And God was like, why are you trying to ask your way out of this when you literally did it to yourself? Yeah. Like you're trying to message this guy and say, basically, Hey, give me, give me the easy way out and just give me my money back. Even though I know I wasn't supposed to park there. It's like, you can use that message in so many different ways. What do you got to say, honey? So in the same way, imagine you using that excuse for Jesus on judgment day. Mm-hmm. You going up to him. But, 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 you don't understand. But, 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 yeah, you don't understand. Like, I went to church and stuff like that, yeah. but I just, I just wanted to go to that party. I just wanted to drink. What does the verse say? But we, but we cast out demons. Yeah. We, we, we did miracles in your name. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Yeah. It and, literally doesn't matter. And he's like, okay. And? And? <laughs> obviously, I'm going to let you do it because you're glorifying me. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah. But that doesn't give you a free pass. Yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's a scary sight to see. It is. Um, where do you want to go to next, honey? So I want to talk a little bit about like how you know you're not lukewarm. Okay. Okay. So just a couple points I want to touch on. So the people in this church had an unchanged heart mm-hmm. and there was no like... There was nothing outwardly that showed that they had actually changed, right? right? Yeah. So when we do accept Jesus, sorry, I got to find the verse real quick. Ezekiel 36, 26 says, and I will give you a new heart and I will put a new spirit in you. I will take out your stony, stubborn heart and give you a tender, responsive heart. 27 goes on to say, and I will put my spirit in you so that you follow my decrees and be careful to obey my regulations. Yeah. So as followers of Jesus, when we receive the Holy Spirit, we get convicted on things, right? Mm -hmm. If I were to sit here and cuss out Asher, I would feel like the biggest piece of crap ever. Holy moly. That's never going to happen. I've never heard Michelle cuss ever. Yeah, I don't think you have. Mm -mm. Never. Yeah. That would be a new one. And I don't think you, I don't think you ever will. (laughs) But um, if I were to do that, I would get extremely convicted. You would cry. It's not, oh, I would be, yeah, I would be. You'd probably cry. I would probably cry. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But what I'm saying is like that, that feeling should be a good feeling, right? Mm -hmm. Like conviction's a good thing. You know, you have the spirit in you and you know that he's working on you. So if you're getting convicted about, doing something that Jesus calls us not to do. Yeah. He, there's a reason why he's trying to convict you, yeah. right? Like his spirit that lives within you is trying to say, Hey, can you stop? Yeah. Please. Like yeah. sin doesn't feel good. Yeah. So for the people that are like, I don't know if I'm actually lukewarm or if I'm actually not lukewarm. And it's like, you're not lukewarm when someone says, Hey, you want to go get hammered tonight? You're like, nah, I'm good. Yeah. You don't got to explain. Yeah. Like you don't have to. Yeah. But if they ask, you know, don't sugarcoat it. Yeah. Say, well, I following Jesus, dude, can't mm-hmm. do that anymore. Or in the same way, 
you have a girlfriend, you give your life to Jesus, she's like, hey, parents aren't home tonight, mm-hmm. want to get busy? You're like, no, I can't. She's like, why? I'm really horny. And you're like, well, I'm following Jesus now. I can't. Mm-hmm. That's how you know. Mm-hmm. Now, if you're in that position, a whole lot more to talk about. Yeah, but, <laughs> yeah exactly. You but but <laughs> that, yeah, that's that, that's a whole nother topic in itself. Yeah. But we actually just talked about it. Yeah, we did. Here we go. Um, yeah. Another thing is that aside from getting a new heart and a new spirit, right? Those two things together with the Holy Spirit within you is going to produce fruit, right? Mm-hmm. So Matthew 7, um, starting at verse 15, this is Jesus speaking. He says, Beware of false prophets who come disguised as harmless sheep, but are really vicious wolves. You can identify them by their fruit, that is, by the way they act. Can you pick grapes from thorn bushes or figs from thistles? 17. A good tree produces good fruit and a bad tree produces bad fruit. So you can tell if someone is a fully devoted follower of Christ by the fruit that they show and the way that they are and the things that they do. Yeah. So this is something I used to do. Lukewarm. I would go off of categories. Mm -hmm. So... And this is also, from the messages that I've received, this is also a tactic that all lukewarm Christians do. Mm-hmm. I'm a Christian. Mm-hmm. However, the pastors, the greeters, mm-hmm. the people that are putting their hands up worshiping, they're more of like the A category of Christian. Mm-hmm. And I'm more of like a C category of Christian because I don't do that. Mm-hmm. So you're still classifying them as Christians, but they're just more spiritually gifted when instead of putting it in the category of they are alive and I'm dead. Yeah. So that's something I used, I used to put people in categories. Mm-hmm. Like I would go to church and I would see people greeting and they're like, yeah, they're a Christian. They're just a little bit better than me, but there are no believers that are better than one another. Yeah. That's not a thing. Mm-hmm. And that's a tactic that Luke, lukewarm Christians Mm -hmm. would hide behind is they're just a little bit better than I am. Yeah. But Jesus doesn't have favorites. Right. You're just as anointed as the pastor that's brought 3 million people into his church. Exactly. Exactly. Y'all have the same spirit. Exactly. Y'all have access to the same thing. You know? Yeah. Another thing I want to also touch on because it's just, you just, just came to my head after you just said that. If you are that person that is going to church with someone who is a fully devoted follower and you can see their fruit and you start bashing their fruit because you don't have that fruit, chances are you're lukewarm. Yeah. If you go to church and you meet a new friend and she doesn't cuss and she doesn't live with her boyfriend and she doesn't get drunk and you do all of those things and so you look at her like she's self-righteous you're lukewarm i'm gonna give you another one going back to the category things you hang out with let's say uh the leader of this small group you know he's a fully devoted follower of jesus he doesn't get drunk you know he doesn't have sex with his girlfriend doesn't do all these things but you do So what you do is you change 
your attitude and what you do on a daily basis around him Mm -hmm. because you know that he's actually living the correct way, but you don't want your darkness to just like absorb him. His light's too bright. That's how you also know if you're lukewarm, if you're changing around the fully devoted followers when really they're just believers and you're mm-hmm. just not. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Here, here, here's I, I do. I do want to make this point real quick. Okay. Cause the people that are doing that, like hiding their sin around people that are fully devoted followers, you do realize that you hiding your sin around a human is not going to do anything. Yeah. God can see everything. Yeah. He knows what you're doing. Yeah. Yeah. You, you know, it would be the smartest thing to do is with that small group leader, Go up to him and be like, hey, dude, I watch porn every day. I have sex with my girlfriend every day. I literally look at girls lustfully in the gym every single day. I love money with all my heart. I suck. I need some help. Once you get all that out and you confess all that, huge weight's going to be lifted. Now, if he's a believer, he's not going to judge you for it. He's going to accept you for it. And y'all are going to work that thing out. Yeah, if it's someone that you trust definitely do that yeah like definitely open up and be like hey i notice that you don't do this and you show these fruits i want to be more like that mm-hmm. because that's what community's for yeah right like we're supposed to help each other yeah so if you're still with us and you're like wow i am lukewarm and i need help i have some encouraging words that actually comes from that passage that I read at the beginning. Mm -hmm. So I want to focus on a couple of these verses. So we're still in Revelation 3. Verse 19 says, As many as I love, I rebuke and discipline, so be zealous and repent. He's basically saying that the reason he disciplines us is because he loves us Mm -hmm. and because he wants us to be as close to him as possible, Mm -hmm. right? And then it says repent, that's as Christians, we're, we're never going to not sin. We're never going to be perfect. Jesus was perfect. Mm-hmm. And there's going to be times where we, we slip up and all he wants is your repentance. Yeah. Yeah. The whole like, guys, if you slip up, you're not lukewarm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 <laughs> if you slip up and you're like, oh crap, that was, that was, that was terrible. Yes. I should have. Yes. I'll give y'all an example. Super vulnerable time, okay? Remember a couple weeks ago, honey, where that guy cut me off and I flipped him off? Yes. I felt horrible about that. I literally apologized to Michelle and then immediately apologized to God. I was just really frustrated. I was hungry. I can't even tell you the last time I flipped someone. Did he see me flip him off? No. Yeah. God did though. Yeah, exactly. Um, So am I lukewarm because of that? No. Yeah. I'm not. That that's a great example yeah. because you you felt bad. So like if yeah. you're doing some if you did something, let's say that you're not doing it, it's not like a like a habit, but like you do something like cussing yeah. or something, right? Like yeah. so that podcast that I was talking about with JP, uh he gave a really good example about how this pastor had like a security camera in his home and he stubbed his toe in the middle of the night and no cuss words came out. Mm-hmm. And he was like that was a test. Like what, like would all of us pass that test? Mm-hmm. Right. So it's like when that happens, if he, let's say he were to cuss, like, I'm sure he would have been like, oh, I shouldn't have said that. Like yeah. you feel it immediately. Yeah. Um, now if you're not getting convictions, but you know, it's wrong, that's something you need to take to the Lord. Yeah. Because if you're like, you're reading it in the Bible and you're like, dang, but I don't feel convicted about this. It's like, 
do I have the Holy Spirit? Because that was me, Mm -hmm. right? Like I knew what was bad. I was going to church and sinning on a daily basis like it was nothing else. Mm -hmm. Never felt convicted about it. And it was because I never had the Spirit in me. Mm -hmm. Um, I never fully accepted Jesus into my heart. So that's something else that uh, would be good to check because we're all going to slip up. Mm-hmm. But if it's something that you're just ignoring, then yeah, that's something you need to take to the Lord. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I already mentioned that, but it, 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 he just wants our repentance. Um, he's gracious and he gives us that time. Mm-hmm. Like his mercies are new every morning. Like he's always going to be there for us. We just need to repenting is you literally coming in agreement with God that what you just did is wrong. Mm hmm. That's all he wants. And mm-hmm. that comes with humility. Yeah. Are you humble enough to sit down and say, I should not have done this. I'm sorry. Like your word is correct and I am wrong. Mm-hmm. I also want to mention verse 20. So it says, see, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens a door, I will come into him and eat with him and he with me. So literally you're sinning. Let's make a house. Right. Yeah. Okay. There's a house. You're inside the house repeating the same sin and not listening to convictions, not changing, still doing it, saying it's okay. I'm a Christian. I'm forgiven. Jesus is literally on your door. Like, hello. Like, I'm trying to help you. Mm -hmm. Right. Like, we have to work together with God. Mm -hmm. He wants us to work with him. Yeah. We always say the spirit is at work in you. It takes you too. Yeah. Right. Like it's not, it's not just, I follow Jesus and it's magic. I'm floating on air and I never mess up, you know? Yeah. It's like, no, that would be unfair. Yeah. Super unfair. What would be the point of the relationship? Like, it's a relationship. There right? wouldn't be one. So let's yeah. say I just tell you to do what to do all the time. I never let you be my husband in the future, right? Soon Yikes. to be husband, right? Here we go. How horrible would that be if I was like, okay, so today you're going to wake up and you're going to go make me a cup of coffee and then you're going to bring it to me in bed. I know what we would do. We would not be together. That's why, that's why I'm marrying her. She <laughs> knows everything. I mean, I... Sh- She's my talking bot. <laughs> <laughs> We're on the same page. Yeah. But literally, and that's that's what people I think expect when they start following Jesus. It's mm-hmm. like, okay, I want you to just like tell me everything. What is the point in life? Yeah. Like he gives us a chance to come down to earth, to follow him, glorify his name, live for him. Mm-hmm. And you just expect him to like tell you what to do. Yeah. Or like do it for you. It's like, yeah. no, that's not a relationship. So he he's literally just waiting for you to say, all right, you're right. I want to give this up. You mean more to me than what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. So let's say you are that girl that has the Bible verse in your bio and also OnlyFans, right? Yeah. All he wants is for you to say, I'm doing OnlyFans to get money because I don't have faith that you're going to provide for me. Please take this out of my heart. I would rather be broke and under a bridge and have a relationship with you than to be making money by flashing my body online mm-hmm. and not trusting you, but still saying that I'm a follower of you. Yeah. So 
we're still in the description about you being in the house. Okay? Okay. First John 2, starting at verse 15. Again, we're still in the house. This is what's repeating in your head. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. We're getting onto the topic of how to actually stay lukewarm. Yes. We're slowly getting into that topic. The video, the title of this video, we're getting into it now. How to stay lukewarm. First John 2, 15. Do not love this world, nor the things it offers you. For when you love the world, you do not have the love of the Father in you. For the world offers only a craving for physical pleasure, a craving for everything we see, and pride in our achievements and possessions. These are not from the Father, but are from the world. And this world is fading away, along with everything that people crave. But anyone who does what pleases God will live forever. Mm-hmm. You're still in the house because you want control, man. Mm-hmm. Yep. Let the robber in. It's Jesus. And you think that, yeah control yeah you think that what you're doing isn't bad and it's not going to affect you yeah i have a question for everybody okay okay why do you think that the things that he doesn't want us to do the specific things that are in the bible why why do you think that those are included why do you think that all of these writers were like let's go even more specific why do you think the writers in the New Testament that died for what they claim to have seen, not for their belief, the apostles did not die for what they believed. They died for what they claimed to have seen, Jesus' resurrection. Mm-hmm. Let's get that clear. Mm-hmm. Why do you think they point out so much sin? And why do you think they're specific about it? Yeah. You really think that I'm not going to write about something unless I know it's affecting someone. And you know how important it's going to be. To get rid of it. And not not in just 800 AD. Mm-hmm. Not in 40 AD. No, yeah. no, no. It's still going to be happening in 2024 yep. AD. Yep. My biggest pet peeve when it comes to people talking about the Bible. It's not relevant anymore. Yeah. Times have changed. Have if they? Jesus was here right now, I don't think that he would say that. False. You really think so? He is the alpha and the omega. He, he is the beginning and the end. You there know, is not a single point in time where something's going to change in that word. You know what the best thing is? Is they're like, I, don't, I think Jesus would be okay with me being gay. Wasn't the first commandment to Adam and Eve be fruitful and multiply? Is that possible? I don't think you can have kids with two men. Mm, no. Like, let's let's back up a little bit. What's our mission as Christians? Spread the gospel. Mm-hmm. Spread it to all the nations of the world. How are we going to do that with gay sex if we're not populating the earth? Yeah. Like, let's be completely honest here, people. Yeah. You can't call yourself a Christian and say Jesus is okay with gay sex. Mm-hmm. That's, that's, and I'm, I'm just pointing out one of them. Yeah, 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 yeah. And in the same way, we can use the same thing. Mm-hmm. Spread the gospel to all nations. You really think he's going to be okay with, oh, but you love your girlfriend so you can sleep with her. Mm-hmm. That doesn't make sense yeah. because you're not following his commandments. Mm-hmm. So you're actually spreading a false gospel. Yeah. How are you going to want to spread the gospel if you're too prideful yeah. and you want to stay in your own lane and worry about yourself. Yeah. It just, it, it doesn't work. 
love your neighbor as yourself. Yeah. How how are you supposed to do that if the greatest all you care about is yourself? Yeah. The greatest commandment of all time. Love love the Lord with all your heart, soul, and mind. Mm-hmm. And then love your neighbor as you love yourself. Mm-hmm. Once you love the Lord with all your heart, soul, and mind, mm-hmm. this is the illustration. Mm-hmm. Once you love the Lord with all your heart, soul, and mind, mm-hmm. then you'll be able to love your neighbor as you love yourself. Mm-hmm. Literally the demonstration of a cross. Mm-hmm. First, it's a vertical relationship. Yeah. That's salvation. Mm-hmm. And then horizontally, mm-hmm. I don't really have a word for that, but <laughs> that's that's when you can love your neighbor. Yeah. Because you understand Jesus' love. Yeah, yeah. And Jesus' love is eternal. Mm-hmm. I think people get it mixed up when they're like, well, I kind of I have to support those two people sleeping together because Jesus loves them. Mm-hmm. Well, yes. And you have to understand they're not going to inherit the kingdom of heaven unless they repent. Mm-hmm. So wouldn't the most loving thing to say is, you know, dude, Jesus wants you to repent, actually. Mm-hmm. I think he wants to see you in heaven. I don't think he wants you to be sleeping with your girlfriend mm-hmm. before you get married. I don't know mm-hmm. if that's the wisest thing to do. Mm-hmm. Or in the same way, we've been boys since seventh grade. And, you know, he's just in his college phase right now getting drunk. He'll go to church with me occasionally. But I know Jesus still loves him. Well, Yeah. And he's not going to inherit the kingdom of heaven Mm -hmm. when he's still getting drunk on the weekends. Mm -hmm. So I think the most loving thing to say would be like, hey, man, Jesus loves you so much. He actually wants to see you in heaven. Right. And he calls you to repent. Right. Now, obviously, if they don't want to hear it, that's okay. Mm -hmm. He can live in the world. Mm -hmm. But yeah, that's how to stay lukewarm. Is to ignore it. is, Is to ignore God's commandments, mm-hmm. <laughs> literally. Yeah, and justify a lot of. People... That's a big one. Just yeah. Here, here's a one way ticket to stay lukewarm: justify everything. Everything. Show me this book where Jesus justified something. He didn't justify do, his death do, on. Do, he didn't do, justify do, his do. death on the cross. <laughs> no, he definitely did not. He didn't say, "God, why me?" Yeah. He knew that was his assignment. No, but I'm perfect. Yeah, but I'm your son. He didn't justify it. Yes, Father. He said, he actually said, forgive them. For they do not know what they're doing. Yeah, isn't that wild? Yeah, show me in this book where anything was justified. Show me in this book where Jesus justified someone else's sin. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like in John 6. Yeah. Where the girl comes up and... You know, she got thrown in there um, unexpectedly, right? And then he's like, well, for all y'all who haven't sinned, cast the first stone. Nobody did. And then once they all left and fleed, he didn't ignore, He didn't justify it. He could have. He was like, go back and sin. Yeah. No. He could have justified <laughs> it because the thing is, is he knows all. Yeah. So they could have been lying. Yeah. Because the man wasn't there. Yeah. That committed adultery with her. Yeah. So they could have been lying just to test yeah. him. Yeah. But however, Jesus didn't justify it. He yeah. actually said, please don't do that again. Yeah. But a lot of times that's what people will do is like, and I've heard this argument so many times. Well, they're a really good friend and they're living in sin. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, 
do you think that they're going to inherit the kingdom of heaven? Mm-hmm. Do they believe in Jesus? Well, no, but they're a really good person. Yeah. I think I said a while back, inherit the kingdom of God. Y'all know what I meant. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay. Being a good person doesn't mean anything. Yeah. Truthfully. Yeah. If you're just a human that does not follow Jesus and you get to judgment day and you say, well, no, I didn't follow you. I didn't believe in you. And, but I started this charity. I did this. I donated all this money. I was selfless. That that's not what he calls us to do. Yeah. How do you get into heaven, honey? Confess Jesus as your Lord and savior. That's it. Because you you know what? Um, we'll go back on the, well, I started this charity. I'm loving and do all these things. Okay, what you doing it for? I just got hit with this. A lot of times, what'll ha- it, it turn people will turn it into an equation. So it's like, let me give you an example. Mx plus bc equals I don't know the equation, whatever. The y freaking, equals y. There we go. I dropped out. <laughs> freaking whatever. Ready? Yeah. Scorecard. Here oh, we go. Yeah. I go to church every Sunday. Plus ten points. Check. Check. No, no, no. It's plus 10. Right? Okay. Plus 10. I'm writing it down. Plus 10. I went to church. Okay. Okay. What's next? But I just slept with my boyfriend last night. Uh, minus two. Yeah. That's only, yeah. Just mi- minus two. Minus two. We're still yeah. up eight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're yeah. still up eight. I listened to worship music tonight and went to a Bible study. 20 points. Okay. Yeah. Plus 20. So that's plus 28. Okay. We're up 28 points. I got drunk last weekend. That's only one. I was with my best friends. Yeah, 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 yeah. It, it's a, it's okay. Yeah. Like, I didn't do anything bad. Yeah, minus one. I just one. got drunk. Minus one. So, okay, we're still up 27 points. Yeah. That's, that's really good. literally what people will do. Mm-hmm. It's like they think that they're doing so much that they're literally subtracting their sin. Mm-hmm. Or, like, it doesn't count against them because they're, like, outweighing it, essentially. Or you can look at it as a scale, right? I go to church. I listen to worship music. I go to Bible study. I read my Bible every morning. Oh, my scale's going up. My scale's going up. Okay, okay. Nope. I'm going to start sinning a little bit, though. And I'm going to stay in it and not repent and not listen to the convictions of the Holy Spirit. Well, it's going back even. And then eventually, you're just going to teeter back and forth. And that's why you're staying there. Yeah, I'll tell you this right now. Jesus doesn't care about the church you go to. Nope. The worship music you listen to. Nope. Keeping some of his commandments if you're living in unrepentant sin. Mm-hmm. He doesn't care about any of that. None, yeah, none of it matters. That new Elevation album that just came out, if you memorize the whole thing and you're still living in un- unrepentant sin, Jesus could care less. Mm-hmm. I would actually go on the verge and say Jesus doesn't care even if we are living in repentant sin that mm-hmm. we know worship music. He doesn't care. Mm-hmm. He just wants us to follow him. Literally all he wants, let's just sum this up, Right. You're lukewarm because you're living in unrepented sin and you are ignoring the fact that it's something you should not be doing. Mm -hmm. You're justifying it and you're saying that you are an anomaly and because you're doing it, it's fine. Yeah. Yeah. All he wants is repentance. Every single time Jesus came across someone that was sinning, his response was repent Mm -hmm. and sin no more. Mm -hmm. Like, Stop. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, Mm -hmm. like, and go listen to JP's podcast. It's like, you can try to justify it all you want. Like, but this, but this, but this, but this, it doesn't matter Mm -hmm. how much 
does Jesus matter to you? Mm-hmm. That is the question. Yeah. And dude, I'll say one more thing because some some guys, um, I know this from a friend where he has an Instagram problem. Mm-hmm. He knows these women. Mm-hmm. Now he's in a relationship mm-hmm. and he's like, ah, but I don't know if I shouldn't follow them. Like mm-hmm. I still, I still talk to them. Like we're still friends, whatever. Well, I mean, how important is one Jesus? Mm-hmm. Because I know Jesus doesn't want you looking at that mm-hmm. when you have a partner. Mm-hmm. That goes the same with everything, mm-hmm. literally everything. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, dude, that sums it up. If you want to stay lukewarm, mm-hmm. then continue to control your life mm-hmm. and live in unrepentant sin. Mm-hmm. That's how you stay lukewarm. Control your life. Don't give anything to God. You know. It's you versus you mm-hmm. is what the fitness influencers and regular motivational influencers will call it. Mm-hmm. But, you know, Michelle and I want to see you guys in heaven. Yeah, that's for sure. And I just want to Party see you. I want to see everyone out of that, like, I ditch be- that I, they're in. I believe there's going to be a revival soon when it comes to the lukewarmness stage of uh just america in general because satan is becoming too obvious yeah i truly believe that i've been seeing it matthew and i talk about it a lot Mm -hmm. and we've been seeing it unfold Mm -hmm. since we started talking it's really cool Mm -hmm. i believe a revival is going to happen really soon Mm -hmm. yeah we just hope that this episode just encourages you and just helps you to get rid of that sin that you're sitting in and Mm -hmm. the lukewarmness that you're struggling with and uh, we just want everyone to to feel good about their relationship with the Lord and not feel far from him mm-hmm. and not feel like you're doing something wrong because you are, yeah. right? We all deal with sin. It's just repent and know that what you're doing is wrong and put Jesus above it. How important is he mm-hmm. to you Yeah, that you're willing to literally give up everything for him? Yeah. We love you guys so much. Thank you for all the support too. All the new people that are coming on the page. Um, We just pray that this helps you guys. And we will see y'all next Wednesday on the tripod. Yeah!